Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the E-Bone Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. Whether you're still raking that crust out of your eyes or you're already on your morning commute to work, I'm excited you've decided to start your day with me on this August 24th, 2018. This week, I figured it'd be fun to review a movie from my childhood, from my perspective as I have it now. So I've decided on Dudley Do-Right, a movie about a lovable but idiotic Canadian Mountie who has to stop an evil plot by his former best friend before it's too Hold up, calm down, calm down. I know what you're thinking. What are you on about? Well, I'm going to tell you if you insist. Okay, so the story goes like this. Your man Dudley is hanging out one day with Snidely and Nell, his two best friends. And Snidely, well, he wants to be the bad guy because bad guys always get the girl. Somebody's wrong, and for every bad guy, there has to be a good guy. And that's where Dudley comes in. He wants to be a royal Mountie, as I mentioned before. And in the case of this movie, that leaves Nell as the damsel in distress. Now that we have the character archetypes out of the way, let's move on with the rest of the story, shall we? Well, 20-something years later, he's accomplished his dream. Well, sort of. He's not very good at what he does, but at least he's got a good heart and wants to follow the rules. You remember the girl from earlier, right? Nell, yeah, that's her name. Well, she's still got old D-Man feeling some type of way, and they haven't seen each other in years. Basically, not since that flashback from a few scenes ago, which is... I think, like, 15 years in this movie's timeline, because they were around 8 or 10, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, she's walking by his house one night, and he's reminiscing about his past with her, and apparently, I don't know how I guessed this, but he starts to sing a song. Kids movie song, it's it's basically putting two and two together, a hat on a hat. I'm not sure how many more ways I can describe it, but... It's, it's gonna happen. notices and starts singing with him, and deep down, Dudley isn't sure it's her because Snidely told him that there were vampires in the woods, and that's why he had a gun when they met at midnight. But we all know that he's the bad guy, so he's gotta be up to something. Before he lets her in, Dudley asks Nell what Wayne Gretzky's middle name is, but neither of them know that Wayne Gretzky's middle name is Douglas, and apparently that... And that alone means that they are both vampires, because that's apparently common knowledge for anyone who isn't an undead bloodsucker. And then Dudley goes over and he starts checking his teeth in the mirror, all frantic with the torch and the mirror and the things, and it's... It's just a really, really weird situation. So anyway, once Nell calms him down and they realize they are who they say they are, they start catching up and they realize that everything's been going well for each of them. Nell's a U.S. ambassador to Guam who's seen many countries around the world, and Dudley, well, he's a Mountie with a horse. Back in Snidely's timeline now, he's hired a bunch of goons to blindly follow him wherever he goes. This time, it's the Sudan, or at least that's where he tells them he's going. In reality, after the heist, he goes on takes the money and runs to a completely different place than where he told his men, namely, semi-happy valley. What Snidely's actual plan is, is he's gonna start a fake gold rush by spreading the gold in one concentrated section of the river, finding a random stranger, telling him exactly where the gold is, and then he'll look like a hero because he's nice to the winner, and he's gonna make it all look like a coincidence, opening up an avenue for him to rule the entire town. This series of events leads both Snidely and Dudley to a mine, which is where they meet after so many years. I'm talking decades here, my man. And that is what leads to the gun thing and the vampire thing and Nell meeting Dudley after such a long time and songs being sung and catch-ups and... Anyway, we're all caught up from here. That's the point. You might be asking yourself, hey, how did Dudley get into the same mine as Snidely? 
Snidely did at the same time as Snidely did. Well, I'll tell you, that's ex machina, my friend. Purely convenient to the plot, which means Dudley and Snidely find each other at the same time, at the exact time when it is needed to move the plot further. So they bump backs after backing away from something that they're scared of or something. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but they meet up, which leads to the gun thing, which leads to the bullet thing, which leads to the vampire thing, which leads to the Wayne Gretzky thing and the nail meeting thing. And now I think we're all caught up. Ugh. Hanging detail. Can't have that happen. Nell and Dudley go to the local dinner theater slash ritual type thing a Native American tribe are having, and they hit it off with the chief big time. And Dudley's made an honorary tribe member, even though I doubt they were an actual tribe to begin with, but let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. Dudley gets fired and falls into a deep depression because the head of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and good friend of Snidely's found out they hate each other. Snidely's actually doing pretty well for himself at this point. He's basically mayor, and he rules everything. He's renamed the town to Whiplash City, which I'll admit is a pretty awesome name, but that doesn't undercut the fact of what he's doing is horrible, and much like Rome, the Empire does not last. Simple reason for that is your man Dudley steps in after some training from a recently sobered up prospector who won Snidely's contest, and now is a rich man. And this dude is basically the definition of more than meets the eye. He has a proficient ability to recognize and do reverse psychology, and he knows a bunch of fighting techniques, so he spends a few weeks training Dudley in the art of both of those things in the event that he and Snidely have a final battle. He convinces Dudley to start acting more as the villain since Snidely is painted by so many people as the hero. This irritates Snidely enough to revert him back to his old ways, thus setting up a battle between Snidely, Dudley, and Dudley's aide, the Kumquats. In case you have no idea who I'm talking about, they're the tribe that runs the dinner theater from early. Yeah, those guys. They're warriors now. I use the term warrior loosely because in the case of a fight-or-flight response, they're gonna run either way. As protocol for all kid-friendly movies, the good guy wins, Snidely is disgraced, and Dudley is reinstated by the head of the Mounties, and Nell falls in love with him. They ride off into the sunset on his horse, whose name is actually Horse. I know, really original, right? And now we get to the part where I tell you what I think of this movie. I really enjoyed it when I was a kid, and as far as being as old as I am now, from my perspective, I haven't seen it in years. But, as far as I remember, I would definitely recommend it, because it sounds like a really, really good premise. I like the message behind it. Good triumphing over evil. It's it's a nice switch-up from the normal... Hey, the good guy wins. It gives kind of a switch to the archetype with the old prospector telling Dudley to act as the villain. And that's kind of cool. I really do enjoy that. I would honestly recommend this movie. I Go watch it if you can. It's, it's amazing. Even though some people that I have read reviews on have said that Brendan Fraser wasted his time and talent. Oh, oh yeah, Brendan Fraser's Dudley in this movie, and they said he wasted his time and talent? I think you are wrong, sir. That was a good movie. And nobody can tell me otherwise because it was. You can't argue with the facts. That's just about as far as I can stretch it, as far as my own opinion goes. If you want to know if you like it or if you hate it for yourself, I would seriously suggest you watch it. 
that's all I have to say as far as this round of it goes. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, you're going to have to tune in. As far as you're concerned, I will see you right back here next Friday. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.